Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby. Episode 78 of the Kicks and Shit Show. Sheesh! Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I got enough silence. You're like, too much silence, and you don't know what to do with it. You're like, this is somewhat problematic. You know, all that. Uh, Gabby, how was your Thanksgiving? 
Um, my holiday was great. Okay. I feel like uh, we were in Brooklyn with the family. I just feel like calling it Thanksgiving. I don't know. It's to well, me. Like, Thanksgiving adult, break, like that that time any period. Any break from work to me is always welcome, and <laughs> and I, I say that I caveat that because I love my job. I love what I do. And you're happy to have a job. And also that I'm very happy I have a job, let alone one that is very fulfilling for me on a lot of levels. But your girl needed a break. I mean, I, it's funny, this raspiness that I have that's more exaggerated than normal. It sounds like I was either partying or yeah. I'm sick. Yeah. And I'm neither of those things. I feel well rested, like fit as a, as a fiddle. <laughs> Okay, right now, what, what what we're doing with all of these things is, is clearly dating ourselves because no one under the age of I know. I, I, thirty-five I mean, I says fit as a fiddle. Remembering fucking phrase, I don't fucking know, but I feel great. I was very happy to have a couple of days off to reset and recharge, and so for me, that was very welcome. Then you know, Thanksgiving in Brooklyn was a new experience, especially for my conservative Jewish parents, you know, that don't really know much about Brooklyn. So uh, that so was you, a nice you, experience. You were at your brother's, I assume. No, we actually, um, we were, we went to a restaurant that had turkey. There was a lot of, I will say the Rosenthal family, like, you know me, I'm pretty easy. Like I like what I like, but for the most part, like I can find what I like anywhere. My brother, on the other hand, (laughs) bless his heart, Ben wants turkey, but doesn't want to entertain anyone. And I'm like, all right, so, and I'm gluten-free. So I'm trying to find a restaurant that has all those things. I feel like those like Amex Rewards commercials, trying to find everybody's prerequisite and requirement. And like, it made perfect sense for me to leave Hoboken to go down the shore just to come up to Brooklyn same day. You know, like gotta love family planning because they wanted me to ride in the car with them. I mean, well, they could have come and picked you up on the way. Uh, I could have driven down afterwards with my right. perfectly capable vehicle. Totally agree. But, you know, family stuff is always <laughs> wild on the holidays. Like, for everyone, no matter how, like, boring and whatever your family, my family is far from boring. But no matter how vanilla your family is, there's, it's, there's always some kind of family. And my parents said, you know, if you drive to us first, Instead of watching a movie after we get back, we will put on football. And I was, I, it was like, I just can't wait for Stephen A. to laugh when the Cowboys lose. That's what I was looking forward for the most. I was very thankful for that. You were thankful for some Cowboys losing. So now, did you, yes. do, do you have that situation where, at least for me, I mean, I don't have to do that for this particular Thanksgiving, but it is something of, you know, that, that is, is happening now that we are of a certain age and our parents are aging, where it gets to the point where they're like, they feel more comfortable with you driving somewhere, particularly as it gets later at night and they don't really know where they're going. And it's like, I'm not really, you know, that kind of thing. Are you, are you, are you in that phase yet? You're getting close to that phase. We are, what is the term languishing right now? We're <laughs> floundering. I don't, I don't know what phase we're in. We are like one confused clam bake over here at the Rosenthal <laughs> clan. Like my, my parents want me to come down. So I have the option to drive yet. My dad never lets me drive. He would rather be like a, bag of chocolate on the way down and let me drive for some reason <laughs> and also like they have gps in the car right finally but right. not the garmin that's attached right. my mom still prints out her map quest directions just in case which i'm like mom yeah exactly just in case all power goes down on all electronics and cell phones and ways stops working so that's the best part right Mm. is that they have gps and then they still my dad will be like 20 minutes away my dad will be like can you turn on that that thing that you have on your phone the way is the the gps thing and i'm like so we have two gps's and a printed out map explain to me the efficiency here like just let me drive 
<laughs> just let me be behind the wheel and like let me run shit my own way. It is. It's like, like I said, it's a, it's a comedy in the Rosenthal household. I love my family, but. It is a it's wild times always. But, but what I think it is, though, Gabby, is truthfully, and everyone can sort of appreciate this who has parents still living with them. Like when you're of a certain age, right? Like you're a fully fledged adult, right? And it's not like you're an 18 adult. It's like, no, like you're. It's like, what? <laughs> I guess I have a fully fledged adult. That's not who you ask, but yeah. But we'll you know what that. I mean, right? Like you live a life where you're like, mom and dad, you do realize that I travel all over the world on my own and know exactly what I'm doing and don't like, right? Like, but you get in a car with them and it's like, no, 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 you don't know. And it's like, no, you don't know. <laughs> like, let me explain to you. Parents on top of that. Like every time I travel, make sure you text us when you get there, leave enough time. You think I don't know what time I need to be there to check my bags at this point? Oh my Jenna. No, I'm just kidding. I joke Jenna, by the way, for you guys who are new to our show or might not know this. When I met Gerard, I was at All Star with his co-host of Seven Footers podcast, Jenna Lemoncelli. And Jenna did not tell your girl Gabby, who I might seem cool and calm and collected, but like I'm very type A. I'm a little, planner. Little type A has to know everything at all yeah, times. It must be, you know. I, I like to know shit because then I can decide shit. So Jenna did not tell me that she has missed her flight every year from All Star. I mean, I feel like we'd be trending in that direction if I knew, right? Mm. But no, we missed the flight and she goes, oh, well, it's fine. We'll just go on standby. We also had connecting flights, which makes my anxiety speak. Or, uh, spike, can't even speak. It's getting me so anxious even just thinking about it, but... <laughs> Um, I have learned since that incident that you do have to be there at least an hour before your flight if you're checking a bag. So thank you, Jenna, for making my travels more efficient in this <laughs> trying time. And by the way, clearly work mode is still on because I'm still hearing email pings and chimes over there. It's it's happening. We are. We are deep in the work I setting. I think so. I close out teams, Gerard. <laughs> you know, work never stops. The what work, do you always say? The work the, the work continues. <laughs> Tell me Closing about it. Closing out outlook just for you, Gerard. Tell, I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, Gabby. Oh, my Thanksgiving was great. It was lovely spending time. I'm just going to get into it without me asking <laughs> you to, my friend. I know well, all it, about your Thanksgiving. It was lovely. Uh, we were right across the river in New Jersey uh, at my aunt's home. Uh, it was lovely. The whole fam was there. Uh, my cousins have children, very small babies. One is two. One is literally two months old. So it was very, you know. Middle fresh of one. Yeah, yeah, fresh ones. Fresh out the oven. Um, so, no, it was it, it was a good time. Always great to see family, especially after um, the last couple of years with COVID and everything and not having it in person i mean we did a we did a thanksgiving and christmas like via zoom but like you know that's not so it was nice to get everybody of course fully vaxxed and actually a good portion of us not only fully vaxxed but also boosted as well so it was lovely lovely to see everybody and i always as you know this is my favorite time of year my birthday thanksgiving christmas new year's hanukkah everything in between it's just a lovely time to end the year and see people and, and enjoy friends and family and the things that matter right um so that was cool um, and then it was nice to kind of just sort of like, you know, chill a little bit and, um, you know, kind of gear up because while it's kind of turning down in some ways, these last four weeks of December, like from work purposes is like, all right, like, you know, it's like full steam ahead, probably till about, I don't know, the 18th, 19th, somewhere around there. Then clients and different people start like, <laughs> or 23rd, depending on your clients, right? They start sort of like downshifting. I and mean, you're lucky if you have clients who are like in Europe, they may be on holiday very early. You're kind of lucky, but you know, it's all, it's, this is the time anyway. So it, it, it was nice. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, and you know, Gabby, this, it, it's been a, 
you know, while we're all extremely thankful and enjoying the different things that we had, you know, you cannot escape uh, sad news and sadness in the world. Right. I mean, it's just it's the nature of life. Um, you know, by the time that this recording comes out, it will already have been a week past since. But we had to spend some time talking about the recent passing of Virgil Abloh at 41 years old, who um, suffered from a rare, super aggressive form of cancer, which he was battling in private um, that, you know, most people, aside from his family, did did not know about. Right. The public, the world, we, the consumers who consume his goods and know and know what he does. um, We were not privy to that until this this past weekend. And, you know, it kind of rocked. Obviously, the sneaker, fashion, sport, entertainment, so many people who are touched by Virgil. Um, You know, you scroll through Instagram. It's not, you know, obviously the people like the Kanye's and all that, but actors and models, Amber Valletta, um, so many different people who Virgil touched. Um, Tennis players, uh, uh, Alina Svitolina and Gail Monfils, who were recently married. Um, Virgil designed Alina's dress for the wedding, right? So, like, I mean, all these things, and like, it, it, it just touched so many people in so many different ways. And obviously, you know, we talk about Virgil a ton. His off-white label, the different things he's done with Nike, of course, and Jordan Brand. Uh, it was it was a shock, I think, to everybody. What were your sort of reactions when you found out the news? And I assume it was on social, like almost everybody else. Yeah, I mean, I found it on Twitter, and I think you know with. Chadwick Boseman and now Virgil hearing these stories of these powerful, creative, iconic forces in pop culture and in our society going through these private battles as someone who's a cancer survivor. I'm very fortunate to come out of my battle, but I never talked about it. They hit me a little bit differently, right? And I just think it's so tragic and the amount that they're able to accomplish and make it to control the narrative of their lives, I think is really beautiful. Um, Like I said, I think it was shocking. I had people reach out to me that were like, oh my God, Virgil was supposed to be renting my house in Miami for Basel and, Mm -hmm. you know, this is happening and that's happening. I I think it's shocking on so many levels, Um, especially because he's so young, right? I think like when we talked about Kobe, when we talked about Chadwick, like Mm -hmm. those are young people mm-hmm. like that haven't gotten to experience their full lifespan compared to others right and i think that's what makes it extra shocking and devastating and these are like i said these are cultural icons not just in their respective fields but across the board right for sure and i think you know obviously we relate everything to sneakers to me it's very fascinating watching the resale prices and the oh. resale market. like i, I was actually i was actually saying gabby i, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I hope that like, but I mean, that was wishful thinking on my part. I hope that like people didn't use this as an opportunity to be assholes and, you know, literally like all of a sudden now turn this into, oh, I got this Virgil level, whatever. It's now cost you 50 X. I just don't like, come on. Like this is just and I not mean, people are the space that, for right? that. Like I have my list of sneakers on all the different apps that I'm watching constantly to see what the resale price is. And, you know, the, the women's sale off white fours were ones that I never got my hands on, but I've always been kind of watching and to see that those have spiked up to like 1500 a pop. I mean, it's just icky, right? Like there's no other way to describe it. Oh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. The fact that, even after the, and not the same by any means, but after the Houston 
Astro World that like Travis Scott prices spiked. Like it, it just it's gross. That is is where there's such a negative stigma and negative negativity around the resale market and kind of this modern day sneaker culture, right? Like same thing happened with Kobe, right? And I think that they, uh, Vanessa had a great, like a, a tight lock on that for good reason. Um, so it's, it I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard to watch all of that happen. And I think like, it's not coming from a place of homage. It's coming from a place of people that just want to capitalize on a, on a cultural moment. Oh, it's from a place of greed, right? I mean, this is, yeah. this is, this is what capitalism is. Right. It is literally, ooh, here's an opportunity for me to now. First of all, as, we, as you know, those, uh, you know, I'll talk about the the powder blue Jordan one off whites that I love. Right. Like they were already well over a thousand dollars. Right. On the secondary market. Well above what the what the retail price of them were. I can't imagine what they are right now. People are literally doing it from the position of how can I take advantage and capitalize on a moment, right? To your point, a cultural moment. Um, this was someone, again, an icon, designer, someone who really pushed the boundaries of what we considered high fashion and what what's luxury, what's hot couture. Like, I mean, he really, I mean, and the, the different things that he's designed for so many different people. Um, this this was this was a, a true a true legend. And what I enjoy about enjoyed about Virgil and Chadwick, as you mentioned him, and it's cliche, but this is why people say the things they do in terms of you live every day of your life to its fullest possible capabilities, right? And it's not look, every day isn't gonna be puppy dogs and ice cream because that's just not how life works, right? Sometimes shit just sucks because it just does. Okay, but you have a you have a you choose the way in which you react and the way in which you handle right can i let it take me down and wallow forever sure you can you're right you can do that or am i going to take whatever situation try to turn it into a positive right and that is when you have and that's what the that's what having the, the, that's what knowing not having time does for you, right? When you're someone, when you're someone like Virgil who knew this was happening and knew, yeah, this is going to kill me and I'm going to die, right? That gives you a certain clarity that most of us don't have because we don't, no one knows when your end date is, right? But when you know, yeah, I don't have much longer to live, it gives you focus, right? And there's something from that that we can all take, right? The idea of don't waste time, right? Enjoy Live life, spend it with your loved ones. But if there's something you want to do, make sure you're putting the energies towards doing it, spreading love, spreading positivity, whatever it may be to make sure that, again, you are living life to the fullest possible extent that you can. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. And I think it's interesting that you talk about that perspective, right? Because recently I watched the Showtime Kevin Garnett documentary as well, right? Anything is possible. And I think... For me, it's a similar message, right? That life is not peaches and sunshine or ice cream and puppy dogs, as you so eloquently put. But that's what makes you appreciate those moments. And it gives you a different perspective that like life is about the work, the journey, the impact that you're leaving, right? It's all about those pieces. And I think that, like I said, I, and I've used this word before, but that's what makes their stories really beautiful is that it's about the journey and they didn't let other narratives consume who they were, right? And what they wanted to accomplish. I think perspective is a very fascinating thing and comes in different ways. I think knowing that I agree with you, there's a different level of grounding. I know even for me, like 
and this is not about me, but I see things differently because of the experiences that I have. I think that's true with everyone. And the stuff that you hold close to you is what, you know, you never know what people are going through, but it's that outward story, right? I think that the part that was most beautiful is that they were in control of that narrative. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. They weren't defined by what they were going through or their circumstance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, I think that we can all take a lesson and a nod from that. 100 percent. I mean, right. Virgil lived. He was the author of his own fate in that way. Right. Like, and that's the thing. You have that control of your life in that way up to a certain point. Right. Yeah. Like he knew, OK, I'm not going to be here until I'm 100 years old. I'm going to just until the day that I'm done, I'm going to do everything I can. And that's how he lived his life. And again, everyone who's talked and who was not privy to this, um, they all said, wow, you would never know. Right. That That's how he lived it. And of course, our condolences go out to his wife, his young child. I mean, like he's a he's a wife. She's a wife. Excuse me. He's a husband, a father. Like, I mean, that that's that's the thing about this. It's like, OK, we're not going to get shoes anymore. Like whatever that's like that's way down the list of like you know things that matter like his family is grieving right now that's you know they they lost someone you know that's thing about public figures right like they mean something far different to us than they do to their family members and those that are close to them right because he's not all those things to them like as i said he is their husband their brother their son their father right that those are the things that 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 matter and ultimately like right that's that's what matters for all of us I totally agree. And I think, you know, the reason that we hear these stories is because they are, they're are, are thinking about their legacy, right? That it's, it's like when people said that no one was bigger than basketball and then Kobe happened, right? There are things that are bigger than their means than their circumstance, than their job, you know? And I think it's all about the legacy at the end of the day. And I think you know, to your point, Gerard, it's not just a legacy in terms of cutting edge fashion, but it's a legacy with his family. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, my hearts and thoughts go out to them as well. Yeah. I mean, the the, the world lost a true creative, uh, you know, spark, genius, icon, icon. All, all the things. I mean, and so uh, rest in peace, uh, Virgil Abloh. And of course, again, condolences to his family. I'll be curious to see not so much the secondary market because we just talked about that and that disgusting situation. Um, I know that um, LVHM talked about, you know, what they're going to be doing in terms of debuting his collection, his spring collection. That was, you know, he's supposed to be around to do that. So that will be something that they that they put out because obviously those pieces are already designed and they'll, you know, do a way in, in which to honor him. Um, I believe at Art Basel, if I'm not mistaken, but, you know, don't quote me on that. Um, and then I'll be curious to see what brands like Jordan, Brandon, Nike do around um, this news. Um, you know, like, I don't know what and I, and I don't I don't even know what would be a good idea or, or not. I have no idea what what any of those things would be. But I'm curious to see how those brands and companies that he's worked with and partner with what they decide to ultimately do, if anything. No. And I think like. Right now, those brands have taken the first step, right? Like, I actually heard about the announcement of Virgil through a tweet that was shared by LVMH, right? Mm-hmm. Did I say LVHN? LVMH. <laughs> I, I transposed my letters, but you knew what I meant. <laughs> okay, it's the Monday after holiday weekend, Jay. You're good. Um, and then I think Nike, on their sneakers app earlier today, 
it, you know, they just had a really beautiful photo of him and you scroll and then you can tap through in the way that they do um, to see his story and more about him and who he was and his legacy that he left behind and how he inspired those. So um, I think it'll be interesting to your point to see what happens. Um, but I, I do think like brands are being smart and laying low right now because it it's unfortunate that it comes across this way, even when it's not meant to be that way, but mm-hmm. anything else feels self-serving yeah, aside sure. from honoring and um, posting about memoriam, right? Yes. I think if like, I'd be interested to see if Nike or LVMH does something where they donate to a foundation mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, a cause that helps that helps with research around his the disease that he mm-hmm. had. Yeah, young aspiring designers. Mm-hmm. I think to me that feels more of like an appropriate right. lane if do things. But I mean, we'll a, see what a, happens. A virtual level scholarship or something like that, right? Like th- those yeah. are the kinds of things we see. Profit, yeah, yep. yeah that, that we see happening. So again, uh, R.I.P. Um, to Virgil Abloh. Um, transitioning, Gabby, we talked about Thanksgiving, and obviously we are in holiday season. Um, and you know that around this time of year, we have a lot of holiday releases of sneakers. Um, you know, Jordan usually does an eleven, and you know we we've already kind of talked about that a bit, but. Are you looking forward to anything this holiday season in terms of releases? Are you going to lay low? What's the what's the what's the vibe for you this holiday sneaker season? My vibe changes all the time, Jay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I think you know, at the last minute, you know, I love those 11s, right? The women's release, mm-hmm. and they're reselling right now for three fifty, which to me is wild. Pun not intended. I didn't think um, that they would they, go that high. I mean, but uh, maybe. they did a lot of I, I will say Nike and Jordan brand and even some of the re- retail partners like Snipes, they did a bunch of like, I don't want to call it last minute because we all know it's not last minute, but like mm-hmm. close to launch PR support and influencer marketing that I think really kind of boosted the appeal. Talked about the storytelling behind the pairs, um, early seating, things like that. I think for me. I love them. I'm debating about the resale. That just seems pretty high. But also the the price tag on those was 220, right? So mm-hmm. it wasn't a low price point um, to begin with. I think you know, obviously the cool gray in mm-hmm. all family sizes and well, the 11s. Mm-hmm. I'm loving that the, this Golden Gals collection of metallic shoes, both mm-hmm. in like Dunks and Air Maxes. Like that's something for me. The women's Dunk Low. Yep. I'm really looking forward to because it's a little bit of a remix. I like those pairs that feel a little bit more special or a little bit light, less likely to get retroed. Maybe they fly a little under the radar. Maybe they don't, but I hope they do. Um, I'm also still really into depending on if they're still launching on time because everything has been pushed. We are in a a place of scarcity currently. Um, some supply chain issues. The, yeah, I mean, I love the bread patent ones. So, mm. online for those, I love the way that they remixed it and the way that they did the shattered backboard yep. a couple of years ago as well. Mm-hmm. No, they, there's a lot of good stuff out there. I think for me. You know, the, the the pine green Jordan threes, I saw those and they released those in, in family sizes. Those were pretty nice. Um, they a, a Jordan five also was released, uh, released recently around this time. That looked pretty cool, too. I mean, for the most part, I think I'm going to lay low. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about prior to this awful news. It's like, you know, maybe I will treat myself and try to find those those off-white Jordan 1s and powder blue, you know, but now, forget it. You know, that's one of the things, right? It's like... You deserve it. I also think it's an homage, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's also like, I'm not spending that kind of money on it now. (laughs) But see what it is, right? I think, you know, it's something that you've talked about for a while, so I do Mm -hmm. think that that's very different, right? Um, 
but I, I do think I, I think that's what our former guest TJ talks about all the time, right? Mm. Making sure that you're budgeting, and if you want to lay sure. low and save up for your grail, like have at it. I, I fully. <laughs> you were like, I'm in full support of you buying all of those shoes. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, yes, hundred percent agree with that. But you know, Gerard, there are a lots of Gore-Tex pairs and weatherproof <laughs> pairs. You get all star in Cleveland, 2022. If it happens, Listen. you know it's uh probably not going to be so pleasant in the weather department. So I want to make sure that you are prepared and you feel like you can wear sneakers. Pleasant in the weather department is like a, that's an understatement. I mean, it's, it's going to be. I don't like to talk shit on other people's cities unless it, unless there's like a true reason to do so. There there was a conversation though. I don't know if you saw on Twitter today about, Yo, why are we going to Cleveland and not Vegas for All-Star? Like, what is happening? All-Star needs to be in a warm-weather city. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, what are we doing out here? I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I already know how you feel. I know your life, please. Vegas, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I feel like until Vegas gets an NBA team, it's not necessarily going to be a destination for All-Star. Well, and I'm not they already had All-Star in Vegas in 07, as you remember, which no, was I quite I'm the... that's not a prerequisite <laughs> for it. I, I do think that, that it'll be something... On the docket. I don't know why we keep going to these cold cities. I mean, Chicago is a whole vibe, so I support yeah. that. A different kind of Chicago or New York, I don't sure. mind for All Star because there's there's things to do here, and we know whatever, and you know. But like Cleveland, come on now. Cleveland, beautiful this time of year. I have no idea. I mean, I said nobody ever. I'm actually going to Cleveland in a couple of weeks, so I am happy to report. Scout that. it out. Why don't you scout it out for us? See where the spots are, and then report back. <laughs> Yeah, SneakerCon Cleveland, here we come. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I look, I, I think All-Star is something to look for. And it, it, actually, that'll be actually interesting. I wonder if they do, if Nike and Jordan Brand do anything around Virgil for All-Star, right? Just because of what All-Star is and what that is as a platform for Nike and Jordan Brand. I'd be curious to see uh, if they do anything I there. I I mean, especially seeing the Kobe presence at Mm -hmm, All Star mm -hmm, mm -hmm. two years ago, right in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see how they bring it to life. Not to me, I don't think it's an if they bring it to life. I think it's It's a win. Yeah, yeah, how we honor. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that. No, no, it 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 makes sense. (sighs) Gabby, is there anything else in the world of sneakers and ish that you'd like to discuss? Um, well, I mean, you know, I'm constantly looking at sneakers and Black Friday deals and Cyber mm. Monday. You know, and, and you, you, all these oh, so what did you cop? You cop anything? No. I don't cop Intel, Gerard. That's actually not true. I always cop I was going to say, you cop um, Intel I always. Trey Youngs that I oh, am you, looking at. Yeah, you've been eyeing on the Trey Youngs. You, you've been in on those for a while. You, you. I've been eyeing them for a minute. But the only problem is with this vagabond lifestyle, mm. and it takes five days to ship, who knows where your girl's going to be if it gets delayed? I don't know. Like, do I send them to Houston? Do I send them to Cleveland, to Vegas? Maybe I'll just send them to UJ. You can try them on for me. I was going to say, that. send them to me. I am I am fine to take them over here. You can send them right here, and, you know, we'll, 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 we'll take care of it for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for me, I'm excited to see how brands are starting to push the limit a little bit more. I know we talked a little bit about scarcity, so I think resale is really going to crush it this holiday season. Mm. Um, I also think there's going to be less deals because there's demand for these types of things. And, you know, I think brands have looked at more releases and more deals 
throughout the year instead. So at least in the sneaker space, I don't see things going on crazy sales. I think Nike did like a $20 off a hundred, which is pretty standard for them. I also think mm-hmm. it's interesting that they keep doing drops on the Nike app versus the sneakers app. Yeah. So yeah. to me, that's the biggest behavioral shift that I know they're working on for that that halo effect, right? You go for the dunk restock, but you stay for the the leggings and the bike shorts. I mean, that's why I can say <laughs> I just pulled up StockX while we're talking here. And so, first of all, the Jordan 1s are already up flights are over $3,000. So, whatever. Um, you know, the, the Jordan 3 UNC PEs that I like. So, I just to just see if they, anybody has them. Of course, there's only four pairs, and it's like it's weird sizes, like 16, 12, whatever. Just but you got to check another lane. Just that's to, where, uh, that's of course. Take, take, so. a, take a guess what you think they're selling for on uh, the resale market. The Jordan 3. Player exclusive. So that's the UNC logo on the tongue. I think like five grand. Four thousand bucks. Oh, it's not close. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No thanks. <laughs> it's like half a month of rent. So sad. So sad. No, no. It's 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 just you know. Maybe I will tap in our good friend Chad Sneaker Lactus at, at another lane and be like Chad. What do you think you can find these for me? Maybe let's see. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should, Rod. I think, you know, at a certain point, right? And I've noticed these are people who've been collecting for a while. I'll feel the same way. It's like, what is the next lane, right? Yeah. You, you can go after every release. I've never been that girl nah. who goes after every release. Like, I think my most recent pickup that I got were the Pata Air Max ones in the Aqua. Love that colorway. That's my favorite. I know they're launching those. They just, the Maroons came out. They're going to be doing a black colorway. I still really feel strongly that Air Max one is going to be the next silhouette. Ooh. Dunk. I mean, I love an Air Max one. So for me, I am very happy until it becomes too mainstream that I can't get my hands on it. So <laughs> we will see. Well, folks, thank you as always for rocking with us here on the Kicks and Shit Show. As always, you know we are part of the Counting Things family. You can find us if you follow the Bomb Podcast feed. Of course, it's not just us. It is the original Bomb Show. It is Woke Bros. It is Machiavellian Fucks. What is that, you ask? That is the Succession oh. Recap Show. So if you like Succession, check that out with Jason Madison, Nando Vila, and um, Anthony Mays. It is, it's good stuff. You, get, you guys will enjoy that. Of course, uh, rap names and growing up the same. And of course, us. We are also on all social media platforms at Kicks and Shit Show. And until next time, peace.